Welcome to First and 30. I'm Nick. And I'm Antonino. We're two 30-something-year-old guys who take the best ultimate reality television show in this hemisphere, American football, through four uncensored downs of mostly unbiased opinion and some analysis. In a game broken down into 10-yard segments, we take it with you one step at a time. That's First and 30. Let's Let's go go for it. it. This is the First and 30 podcast, episode 13, a special Super Bowl edition. I'm joined with my co-host, Antonino, the podfather, DeSandro, who's starting to get his street cred up, Antonino. You're getting a lot of uh, positive feedback over there, man. Oh, man, I know my bets are on fire right now, and whatever comes after that, hey, it's the cherry on top. Yeah, I think a lot of people are appreciating you uh, putting a few extra dollars in their pocket. But uh, speaking of a few extra dollars, we, we've had a free hat giveaway contest going on for the past week now. So I do want to just put a quick reminder and a plug in there for the rules of participation. You get points for interacting with us on social media. And just for some context, everyone that has been listening to us consistently, we want to share the word. We want other people to find our content. If you're enjoying it, then share it. Give it a like. Uh, that goes a long way for us. We really just want to to expand the reach if we can and, and just give back in any way we can. So you can earn yourself a chance at a free First and 30 cap or snow cap beanie. I don't know why I keep calling it a snow cap. It, that's not what it's called, is it? What is it? Just a beanie? A beanie. Maybe a beanie. Yeah. no cap like the kids would say no cap or cap so i see where you might be getting thrown off okay so i'm not cool i'm not hip with the the youths of today so if you want to get yourself a cool beanie kids just share some first and 30 content on your facebook instagram or twitter x whatever the kids are calling it these days and you can earn yourself a chance at one of those delectable hats that we've been blasting all throughout our our accounts there i love it no cap no cap well antonino we're gonna do things a little different this week so before we even hop into these downs i want to know what's your favorite part about the super bowl man what give it to me geez what's there not to love but if i had to choose just one uh gosh the the commercials I mean, what what do you watch on TV throughout the year where you actually want to stay tuned and watch the commercials? And and, and I'm sick and tired of that soup stupid uh, electrical socket commercial with that dumb little song. Throw that out the window. <laughs> We're gonna have fresh commercials that these companies spent like millions of dollars on. So I'm super pumped for the commercials. How about yourself? For me, it's got to be the four F's of life. Okay. What are, what are the four F's of life? I haven't indoctrinated you in my belief here, my values, Antonino. I can't believe it. We've been buddies Uh, now for months. uh (laughs) Uh-oh. The four Fs, family, friends, food, and football, Uh, all combined in one sweet day. So, yes, uh, you're invited, by the way. I don't know if I've extended the invitation to you this Sunday. We're going to have a small gathering at my place where all of these things will be interacting family friends we're gonna make food you know it there's gonna be pizza there's gonna be dip and of course there's gonna be football playing but 
Football's like the centerpiece, man. That's just what brings all of these elements together. And I love everything else outside of football too. So it's just a perfect day of kind of sitting back, relaxing, joking around with some some people that you like being around. Yeah, yeah. Hundreds of millions of people are going to be watching all over planet Earth. So I'm honored to be able to share it with you. And you should also be honored because I may or may not have the script for the Super Bowl. Oh, so so what you're saying is our listeners are going to have the inside track if they stick to the end, maybe? Oh, my goodness. This could be the most profitable 30 minutes spent of your life. If you stick around for fourth down, I will give my predictions for the Super Bowl. And it's not even a prediction because Antonino knows the script. So it's a fact. You, If you stick around and you can't fast forward to the end, do not fast forward. We're not going to give you time tracks or time stamps. So you have to listen to this whole episode to find out the fact who's going to win since Antonino knows what the script writers have been planning all season. Even though I think you, you missed on that Ravens, uh, Ravens 49ers conspiracy. So we'll, we'll see. Oh, I'll touch on that later. Ooh, okay. Well, let's hop into it, man. First down. And you know what? We're not putting the title on this week because, you know, there there's not games we're reacting to. So this is a little different. We're going to go out of our element here. And let's do a Super Bowl matchup preview. Just really quickly, because everybody knows the teams. It's the Kansas City Chiefs, 14-6, and six, versus the San Francisco 49ers, who are 14-5. and five. San Francisco, two-point favorites, I believe, as of now. But it seems like Kansas City is the betting favorite. I, I read somewhere like 75% of the bets are going for the Chiefs. So... Over under on this game, point total is 47 and a half. Go ahead, Antonio. Tell me, break it down. What What is the matchup preview looking like for you on your end? Oh, first I want to touch on the 49ers. They have stars at every position. We know this. Um, but, but, but Brock Purdy, we touched on him last week. And going into the Super Bowl, who has the most to lose here? And if I had to put my vote, I would say Brock Purdy. Um, not only will he probably not get a chance to ever get to the Super Bowl again like Patrick Mahomes probably will. So I'm very curious hmm. to see what comes out of that. It's kind of a matchup between the team that's been there and has done that versus the team that, you know, every Madden player would dream of having. Yeah, the hardest thing with keeping a good thing is money and, <laughs> you know, getting these deals situated. So I'm curious how that free agent money moving uh, will go. But you saw what the Chiefs did. They gave Patrick Mahomes a QB-friendly deal or a team-friendly deal, I should say, and they made it work. And, and that leads me to the Chiefs. This is Mahomes' fourth Super Bowl in five years, and he has two wins. So what does he have to lose here? Does he get removed from that GOAT combo? Does all, all of a sudden, does, does he get shunned from that? You know, if you go two <laughs> for five, that's not that great. Oh, you think he'll fall into, like, that really great regular season quarterback, like a Peyton Manning or a Dan Marino. He's exceeded that. Come on. Yeah, he definitely exceeded Dan. But, uh, you know, Joe Burrow will not be injured next year. So say goodbye to your Super Bowl appearances, Patrick. <laughs> it's an Eno. Come on. How are we already talking about the Bengals again? Every week you find an opportunity just to squeeze it in there to talk about Joe Burrow. Nobody cares about Burrow but you, man. People in Cincinnati. <laughs> I might have to keep this trend going. I might drop a Bengals reference every episode. <laughs> Is this going to be the thing, like the running joke where Antonino just finds an opportunity, squeezes it in there, and has to say Joe Burrow's name? It's like a, 
what is that movie? Super Troopers? Or like, <laughs> meow, yeah, meow. Like, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that's right. That's right. We'll, we'll quiz our audience when I bring up Burrow every episode. Yeah, there we go. Well, all right, man. You know, we, we have some really cool stuff we want to talk about and spend a little bit more time in these other downs. Everybody knows the game. Chiefs 49ers. But one thing I did see, though, real quick before we transition over, this is just the fourth rematch between head coaches in a Super Bowl and in, in all of Super Bowl history. So we're going to see a rematch between Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid, only fourth time this has occurred. So that's pretty cool if you're going in the game and you didn't know that. Now you know, and you can impress all of your friends while you're sitting on the couch Sunday. Give them that stat. But I'm just thinking to myself, do you know the year when they went to the Super Bowl last, the 49ers? Oh, yeah. 20, 2019, man. Okay, we can keep. So I said that with confidence. You can't get me. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm always the... hit me with the quiz. I was trying to get you with one. Nah, nah, you're not getting me. I came prepared anyways. <laughs> All right, man. All right. It's uh, first down's up. Let's move on to second down. This was the one that I was most looking forward to. Antonino's conspiracies. This is going to be, I think, just like a little bit of a teaser for an episode later to come. But... I'm going to let you take this away, Anton. You know, tell me, give me some of these conspiracies heading into, is this Super Bowl specific too? Yes, they're Super Bowl specific. And first, I know a lot of listeners probably know of Magic Oz. He's a gentleman that shows up to each team's like practice or training camp. And he does this performance where he can predict almost anything. Like a player will he'll have a childhood nickname and he'll be able to write it down, ask the question and turn around a piece of paper and show the nickname he had as a kid that no one else would know. Um, so what he did was he went to the Jets facility and he asked McCole Hardman to stand in the front of the room. And he said, what is your prediction of who you're going to play in the Super Bowl?" And McCole Hardman, he goes, the 49ers. And the guy's like, well, what do you think the final score is going to be? 31 to 21. He flips over the 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 poster board that he had, and he had 31 to 21 Jets over the 49ers. Well, I mentioned this to mention this. McCole Hardman doesn't play for the Jets anymore. He plays for the Chiefs. Ooh. So Magic Oz predicted that McCole Hardman would win the Super Bowl 31-21 against the 49ers. Okay. He predicted the Jets would win the Super Bowl 31-21. So he had McCole Hartman come to the front of the room, and he was like, what do you think the score, final score is going to be in your Super Bowl? He said you or your, something of that nature. He was strategic and tactful. He knew what he was doing here. Absolutely. He he presented on his little board, of course, that the Jets were going to beat the 49ers. 31-21. But Magic Oz... He's chump change. I got a little something extra for you guys here today. Oh yeah, if you're not convinced now, like please. I that that one that's disputable. But I, I do want to hear the other ones that you prepared. Go ahead, lay it on us. Right. That was cute. That was cute and all, but but I got the heavy stuff, all right? So the preliminary lunar analysis. We're talking planets here. I don't know if you guys, I know I'm a flat earther. Um, but it's the moons, you know, <laughs> yep, the planets, moons, when you were born, uh, moon rising, whatever that stuff is. The preliminary lunar analysis currently favors the Chiefs. Now, the day of the Super Bowl, the moon is a waxing crescent moon. 
The Chiefs are 19-1 in the last five years playing under the waxing crescent moon. Wow. That's convincing right there. That's not a coincidence either. That's just straight up facts. The, the, even the solar system's involved here, okay? Now, we all know, come on now, we all know who's the celebrity that they're going to probably show a handful of times during the game in the press box. Pick me, Antonino. I think I know. Nick, who is it going to be? Uh, Jason Kelsey? Ooh, close. <laughs> I'm sounding you like you over here. <laughs> nah, you I might... know. T-Swift, T-Swift. Yeah, yeah you'll <laughs> probably see him in the background, hopefully with the shirt on. But yes, Taylor Swift, okay? So her favorite number is... What's her favorite number? It, well, it, I don't know. 87's her boyfriend's favorite number, but doesn't she have a few albums after her birthday? Her favorite, actually, I don't know if it's her birthday, but her favorite number is 13. Now, this is a very important number, okay? So the Super Bowl, it's Super Bowl 58. Five plus eight equals 13. Right. Whoa. Not done there. Oh, Whoa. it gets it more gets, math gets way better illuminati if taylor swift attends this game it'll be her 13th game she attends the game february 11 aka 2 11 2 plus 11 13 oh my gosh she's gonna be in tokyo performing a concert okay to fly from tokyo to las vegas for the game guess how long 13 hours oh for the no 13 hours for this what yep yep and the Chiefs, they're playing the 49ers. Four plus nine is 13. Oh, man. So this is like the Fibonacci sequence type of conspiracy happening right, in the, right now. The, the, the stars are aligning. Everything is just blowing my mind. The 49ers were the first seed. The Chiefs were the third seed. One and three, 13. <laughs> oh, Antonino. And, and I saved the best for last. Okay. I don't know if I'm prepared for all this. So you're right now. Everything is leading to the Chiefs. <laughs> my, my 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 hands are shaking because this last one. This is officially the thirteenth episode of First and Third. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Are we involved in this whole thing? I just don't know anymore. Okay? Oh my gosh! Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay let me throw in some bad news for the swifties and the chiefs okay the bad news is brock purdy wears number 13 watch out travis Kelsey. Oh, no. watch your girl oh man he's wow. coming for you so if we are intelligent folks we're we're you know betting folks we're, we're putting all the money on the chiefs based off of antonino's high level astrological analysis on his prediction maybe not even his prediction because he hasn't given you all his prediction he's waiting until fourth down to do that but based off of i don't even know if these are conspiracies anton you know these are just cold hard facts and scientific analysis you even gave us math equations to throw in here fibonacci sequence astrology wow this is probably the biggest episode of first and 30 you have contributed to that's right. And, you know, the cold, hard facts, I give it to you straight. And sometimes people can't handle the truth. So there you have it. I loved that, man. I appreciate all of your hard work and dedication crafting that story up in the lab for us and just giving us some 
some good tidbits to go by. I'm going to be thinking about this too now in the game. Every time I'm I'm going to be looking for the signs in mm-hmm. the universe and what they're going to point at us. So every time I see 13 on Sunday, I'm going to be like, oh, there we go. That's a little creepy. <laughs> they're, they're always there. <laughs> they woke, my friends. They woke. Oh, man. All right. All right, Anthony, you know, that was great. Great, great use of second down. I think we're heading towards third and long now, and I prepared a nice little sequence for us here. Again, in light of the Super Bowl and with our Super Bowl-themed edition episode this week, I want to take a look at some of the prop bets. Super Bowl prop bets, but not just any Super Bowl prop bets because we can all go on, you know, your your little gambling app and see the, the popular ones like you know, over under on Patrick Mahomes touchdowns, Travis Kelsey catches, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey scores. Those are boring though, right? We want to look at the unique, crazy out there ones. And I want your opinion, Antonino, as our expert resident gambler on the first and 30 podcast. What are you taking on some of these? So do you want to play this game? Let's do this. I can't wait. I'm so excited. All right, so I crafted together, I think, about nine or ten that I found very interesting while I was just perusing good old Google and the internet. The first one that popped out to me, and I'm curious if anybody listening, yourself included, are familiar with the Drake curse. Uh Uh-oh, I think it's whenever he cheers for a team, they lose. (laughs) Pretty much. So apparently, whatever team apparel Drake wears during the Super Bowl... There's an over under prop bet in picking the team. So Kansas City or San Francisco. And basically the 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 curse is whatever team he decides to wear is going to be the team that loses <laughs> the game. So what what are you taking? I think uh what I saw is Kansas City minus 170, San Francisco plus 130. Who do you think Drake is going to support? And then who that's going to determine who loses this game, obviously, too. Oh, man, that has a little bit of value to it, because if I had to guess, I would say he's going to wear something with the 49ers just for the fact he's probably in L.A. a lot. He probably has a house there, you know, California. He's probably going to wear a 49ers hat or jersey. Um, and you can get plus money for that. I would definitely throw some change on uh, the 49ers being what he reps for the Super Bowl. You're going to have to get in on that action, like, ASAP. That's what I'm thinking. I got to pull up mid-recording. mid, mid uh, recording. I'm going to pull up the app. <laughs> cool. Uh, so then there was another one. How many times will Roger Goodell be shown on the broadcast, as well as T-Swift? So for... I don't. I wasn't too shocked with the T Swift one because during the AFC Championship game, I was counting how many times she was shown on the broadcast, and I think I ended my number with five. So for her, the over under is four and a half. For Roger Goodell, the number is one and a half. What are you taking? Goodell, I'm going to go under. I think he purposely does not want to be shown on TV. <laughs> I don't think he has too many fans, so I would go with the under there. Uh, Taylor Swift, she is a money-making machine. The NFL is going to put her on the screen as much as possible. Uh, You probably have millions of Taylor Swift fans watching the game just for her. So I would go over for the Taylor Swift views. That's probably a safe bet. I think so. I I could see them throwing her on the screen like seven times. Absolutely. Especially if they win, she'll be on the field. She'll be on the field. Yep. So will any player propose to their girlfriend after the game so yes plus 210 no minus 190 
this is actually one I had circled already, okay? Because <laughs> oh, Of course. <laughs> I did. This one is easy, okay? I want everyone to go to their bank tomorrow and take out all of their money and put it on no. No one will be proposed to. I know Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's the big two names, but... I don't think they want that kind of attention after the game. Even if they were to get married, I don't think they want it there to take away from the team accomplishment aspect. So I just don't see that happening after the game. And that's the only proposal I would imagine would happen. So I would say no. And that's a whopping, you said minus 190? Yeah. That's So that means you got to put $190 to win 100 so go ahead and put $190,000 on this. And wow. A, and, and when you have $100,000 more than you started with tomorrow, give me a call. We'll go out to lunch. So what, hap- <laughs> what happens if that goes the opposite direction and then you have people coming at you, man? <laughs> Don't sue me. Yeah, right. We'll have to put a disclaimer on this at some point. But. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, another interesting one was, will there be a scorigami? The only reason I picked this was because I never even heard of a scorigami before. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I think it's when you have a unique score that's never happened in the history of the NFL. There's actually an X account that follows just this. Wow. Okay, yeah. So out of the 1,500, 790 NFL games, a scorigami has occurred 1,084 times. So that's 6.5% of the time. The last Super Bowl to have a scorigami was 10 years ago, Seattle defeating Denver 48-3. to So... Basically, it just doesn't happen. Yes, plus 2,500. No, minus 10,000. So seems pretty <laughs> tough. Yeah, I, I think there is potential just because now teams go more towards the analytics and going for it on fourth down, going for the two-point conversion. So there's a, a higher probability. But like you said, 6%, highly unlikely. Unless the score's out of hand and someone's going for two a lot, it probably won't happen. Yeah. I I think so, too. Well, here, let me rattle off a few more because these are interesting. How long will it take Reba McIntyre to sing the national anthem? You're you're smiling and laughing. Did you hear about this one? I I absolutely have. And the analytics are trending towards the over. So if you're considering this play, lean over. And just for those that aren't aware of what the over-under is, it's 89 and a half seconds. Now, Antonino, she did clock... 83 seconds during Game 3 of the World Series in 1997. That was the last time she sung the National Anthem. So she was under, but that was like 13, 20 20 years ago about. You know, she's probably slowing things down a little bit more too. Yeah, you know, you get higher in age and sometimes you have to replace your real teeth with dentures and they're hard to keep in. So more power to Reba. I think she'll take a little (laughs) bit extra time to make sure you keep those dentures in place and keep those bones from breaking. So I think think we'll be good with the over. Yep. Yeah, not not only that, she's going to be singing in front of 70,000 live fans, by far the most she's ever sang in front of. So she might be a little nervous, too. That that could slow things down or speed things up. (laughs) Yeah, you could speed. Adrenaline starts forcing. She might sing a lot faster. That's a good point. And, you know, we probably uh, record for 70,000 people, and we do it all in 30 minutes. So I think we're on to something here. Our modest, uh, modest listener account. A few more, a few more before we have to hop into fourth and forever. Let me try to get maybe one or two in here. We've all heard of the Gatorade color one, right? That's that's not that unique, so we can bypass that. Like, pick your color of Gatorade. Right now, it's leaning towards purple is the favorite. Least favorite, I think, is orange. Which will a player achieve an octopus? 
So that's if they score a touchdown and a two-point conversion to equal eight points. Then there's one more here. Chiefs win. T-Swift goes to the... This one was weird. All right, let me just... <laughs> These last two, by far, are the strangest. I'm just going to read you this one. And then the last one I want to get your reaction on. So the second to last one here. Chiefs win. Taylor Swift goes to the White House with the team and then endorses Biden. So that's this is a very political one. <laughs> mm, oh boy. Yeah. I don't want to get into that one because we don't we don't talk politics here. That's right. So that's an interesting one. But this by far is the craziest prop I have seen or heard. This this fits right into your alley, though, Antonino. I thought of you when I saw this prop <laughs> and I want you to play it. I'm so proud. Las Vegas is invaded by aliens and the game <laughs> ends in a tie. I did see that one. Did I did you? see that one. I think the aliens are either here, actually. Well, that's a different episode. Or they're coming, but they will not interfere with this game. <laughs> Could you imagine? This would for sure trump the 49ers Ravens Super Bowl blackout, which that was also a prop bet. Will there be a... a power surge or some kind of blackout there that that explains that yeah the aliens that's what would cause this blackout so there you have it man those are your fun unique super bowl prop bets glad you're gonna play some of them oh some of them maybe all of them i'll I'll send you the sheet after we're done here that way you have it yep and then and just just a note orange gatorade Orange gatorade pick the orange orange gatorade everyone Kyle shanahan's favorite gatorade is orange that's if the 49ers win. So, <laughs> all right. We have just a few minutes left. I knew we were going to spend a lot of time on those second and third down, but it's fourth and forever, man. It's time for our Super Bowl picks. Everybody's been waiting until the end for this moment. They want to hear who you're selecting. I'm going to give my prediction based off of no analysis at all, just my pure gut instinct and reaction and opinion. So, do you want to kick us off, or do we want to save yours for last? You tell me. Uh, go for it. Let me hear what you have. It could sway my decision. Who knows? <laughs> I hope not, because it sounded like you came into this with a lot of conviction. So, <laughs> All right. Based off of nothing, just my gut feeling, and my gut feeling is the 49ers are an uber-talented team. They were a preseason favorite to win the Super Bowl and to go to the Super Bowl. We know all the names, McCaffrey, Debo, blah, 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 Joey Bosa, not Joey, Nick Bosa. But what Kansas City has that the 49ers don't have is Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and an experienced team that's been here before. So ultimately, I think this is going to be a good game, and I'm hoping it's a good game. I think it will go over the over-under of, what, 47, 40-whatever-and-a-half points. And my final score prediction is Kansas City 31, San Francisco 28. Mahomes drives the Chiefs downfield with little to no time left, and they kick a field goal of Butker to win the game. That's what I'm hoping. Ooh, that's intense. That's a pretty good game. That sounds uh, like something we'd want to watch for sure. But... Give me yours. Yeah, let's hear yours, man. <laughs> but drum roll, please. I think that this game will be a blowout. The San Francisco 49ers are going to get that long-awaited Super Bowl victory. What? That's right. They're going to get payback. Stop. Yep. And not only that, a quarterback is not going to win the MVP. 
it's gonna be Christian McCaffrey. Put your money on it, ladies. And gentlemen. <laughs> oh wow. Christian McCaffrey put a hundred dollars on CMC to win the MVP. You'll get $575 back. Throw it out there while you can. I think what you're going to see here is heavy doses of the run game. That was a really cute playoff performance from the chiefs. All right. They beat the bills. The bills shot themselves in the foot. All right. They should have won that game. Then you go the next week. Hello, Ravens run the ball. What are we doing here? The 49ers are going to see this. They're going to take advantage of all the flaws. They're going to pound this ball with McCaffrey a hundred times if they have to. And they're not going to make these mistakes that the Buffalo Bills and the Ravens did, which is why they're not here. Okay. So the 49ers are going to beat the Chiefs with a final score of 30 to 20. Hmm. Not as big of a beat down as I thought, but an inverse of what the score was for the two teams when they played four years ago. You you let us on, man. I was thinking with all those weird conspiracies and the 13s and the astrological symbols and everything that we were looking at a Chiefs Super Bowl prediction by you, but no, 49ers. So I'm glad that we both picked different teams. That's awesome. We'll see who wins. Well, you know, Nick, a lot of women out there say I am a tease, so apologies in advance if this happens again. But I think we're up on time. What do you say we uh, end this a little differently this week? What do you say, Nick? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Nick, can you take me higher? Let's go for it. First and 30 production. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Podcast, or wherever you listen. Be a part of the community by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at First and 30.